Are your kitchen and bathroom way overdue for a remodel? Well, I got the guy for you. Call John Sellers at First Response Contracting, 484-256-7136. Both residential and commercial services, and he's licensed and insured. Call him at 484-256-7136, First Response Contracting. Hello, this is Brad Wiseman. You're listening to Real Estate and You. We're back here in the studio. I don't know if you're watching this or listening to this, but if you're watching, you got to check out the new neon sign we have in the studio. It's pretty freaking awesome, I have to say. Um, but yes, um, we have a really good show on tap here today. The show is going to be called Beyond the Home Purchase. Beyond the Home Purchase. That's what the show is called. And, then, and the reason for that is because we have Justin Perella here in the, in the uh, I want to say office every time, and in no, the studio, studio here, not in my office. Holy shit. It um, is more and more studio every single time. I it come. is. Isn't it? It's just, it's just become you so nice. You posted those pictures? From before. Oh, my gosh. From the green table? Oh, you like the green table? It was the first time we did the show. Yeah, no, the, the first time I did the show oh, was, on the phone. was actually on yeah, the phone, was and I was that was during COVID, and I was in my house. I had just bought the equipment, and I was in my house, and I said, "Do you want to be a guinea pig?" And you said, "Yes." Yeah. So you were the absolute first person on real estate news. Love so it. that's cool. Love but yes, yeah, so jumping into this, I think we're going to do. There's going to be two parts of this uh, yeah, this probably. podcast today. One's going to be about talking about when you purchase a house. It's not just the purchase of the house. Yeah, we there's will- other things that are involved. Yeah, we want to go into, uh, and that's kind of the big picture. We yeah. want to, we want to get into, and this is all about my life events that I just yeah. had happen. So, and I have like two of them um, come up, and we just want to make sure everybody's aware that when you're sure. buying a house, that's considered a life event. We'll go into that more, but uh, that's going to be the first part of what you do, you know, when you buy the house, yeah. and then we also want to go into some more positives, but big picture. Yes, yes, exactly. So, the first thing is when you buy a house. And, and I just went through this recently, too, or I should say it was a couple of years ago. Uh, and we had Brian Boland on here for a show talking about this, actually, mm-hmm. is when you purchase a house, um, we need to think about other things. Yeah, a lot and, of them. And one of the things would be life insurance. Well, so I'm turning perfect to soon. <laughs> and I that, also, by the way, that means he's going to be 50 in March. That's what that yeah. meant. I, I got that out of that, believe it or not. You know, I don't, I'm not one of those. It yeah. is what it is. That's right. And they can look when I graduate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. So life events, this is putting on my financial advisor. So real quick, before I was a lender full time, mm-hmm. I was a private banker. I had my life insurance. I had my 663. And what I would do is sit down with clients and do big picture stuff right. like, oh, what are you doing when you get married? Blah, blah. So in financial world, there's things called life events, which everybody knows. You get married, mm-hmm. you have a child, you turn for <laughs> or even 30 or 40. These are life yeah. events that you need to be speaking with. Not me. Just wanted yeah, to right, check that you. box. Right, I'm right. not a financial advisor. I cannot help you with that. But you need to speak with somebody about life insurance. You need to update your will. Mm-hmm. You need to make sure that your uh, your financials are in order. Like you, yeah. you, maybe you left a job and you need to roll an IRA, uh, 401 over into an IRA. So th- those are all things that you need to be thinking about too when you buy a house because you need to adjust some things, right? Yeah. You might need to pull from these 401s, IRAs to put down, especially for first-time homebuyers. We're seeing yeah. that. Yeah, happens a lot. Yeah, so these are things we want everybody to know that – when you're going into buying a house, I mean, don't stress. For second-time buyers, it's fine. They they get it. But still, keeping this in mind that, okay, my numbers are changing. So what's the first thing that is going to change? I'm probably going from, mo- in most cases, a $200,000 house to a $400,000 house. So do I have enough life insurance? Yeah. God forbid. 
something happens, you need to make sure that that mortgage gets paid. Yeah. All. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're the breadwinner too. Yep. That's something you have to think of is that if you're the breadwinner in your relationship, you know, that's important to make sure that the people that are left behind are going to be taken care of, mm-hmm. that there's going to, they don't have to worry about paying a mortgage. They don't have to worry about the bills and things like that. Yep. So it's just a, it's a very responsible thing to do, but it's funny when you go to do these things like your will or those responsible type Morbid. things. It is. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not like you sit there at the bar and go, Hey, how's your will? Yeah. You know, or, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just, Am I it's, in it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You cheap son of a, no, but you know, it's one of those things where you, you have to do it, especially uh, if you have children, if you have any responsibilities at all, you got to make sure you're covered. It stinks because you know, when you're going to get more life insurance, it's going to be more money, but that factors into yeah, of course. what you need to, Figure out when you're buying a home, you know, what are the costs? Yeah. My insurance is going to go up now. Hopefully you're young enough, you're healthy enough that it's not going to jump through the moon, but yeah, you want to make sure you're prepared for all aspects of the home buying. Absolutely. And also along with that too, you know, when you go to uh, buy your house and, and you're kind of going through a lot of different things, something I would do maybe a year or two after, or even just a year after, look at your homeowner's insurance. Make sure you have the coverage you thought you had, because yeah. a lot of times when you're in the in the middle of of, of that big purchase, mm-hmm. you might not be reading or you might not be following up exactly what you have. And I'll tell you one of the things that that, that caught me: my wife uh, had lost a diamond on her ring, and luckily she found it, which is a, a miracle in itself. We went to find out that we don't have any insurance for that, so we we purchased a rider for that. Mm-hmm. But what I found out was even more important: I had finished my basement. Okay. And didn't know that my finished basement was not covered on my insurance because the guy had asked me, hey, is there anything you did in the last 10 years? I'm like, yeah, we finished our basement, whatever. And what he said is that if you would have had any kind of a backup, like a sewer backup or anything like that, typically you don't care if it's not finished. But if it's finished, you care. And guess what? It wouldn't have been covered. It would not have been covered because they covered me for the amount of what I had there, which yeah. was a raw basement instead of raw sewage. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know, they, that's yeah. what they covered me for. So those are the things too. make sure, you know, after you move into the house, make sure you have the right coverage that you think you have. Yeah. You'd be surprised sometimes that you don't have the coverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there, there's a lot. Yep. Yeah, you, you need to keep track and just keep a checklist. You know, yeah. I, I think uh, the more organized you are, Absolutely. With, with all that stuff. And I would reevaluate it every, you know, every so often. I know you've got nothing better to do than reevaluate your financials, but it is important. And there's a lot of money saved there. Yeah, absolutely. So let's jump into the next part. We were talking, you know, a lot of times we, a lot of people like to avoid talking about the market that we're in. What's funny is when the market was great, we had no problem <laughs> talking about, about it, right? It. You couldn't shut about on Facebook. You saw everybody saying, Oh, we sold it in three days. Or, oh, we sold it in an hour. And we got 57 offers and you know, they're able to walk the dog for us yeah. and everything else. And you know, <laughs> they're, it's, they're cleaning up. Yeah, exactly. They're cleaning up dog poo for a year just so they could buy the house. So the, the thing that's changing now is that it's not quite like that. It's not Completely the other direction. But here's the thing. We need to be honest with people and tell them where we are. Mm -hmm. And I think we also, when you, when you, when you're honest with somebody, here's the way it always is. If you don't know about something, it's called fear of the unknown. Okay. Okay. If you know about something, it reduces the fear. All right. Right. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right. So if we are, if we are able to educate the public to show them and tell them what's really happening and where Mm -hmm. we really are, it will lessen the fear of purchase. Yeah. Right. 
So that's what I look at. So let's talk a little bit about it. the rates at six and a quarter percent. And we're not going to hide that. That's no. where it's at right now. Right. And it might go up a little bit. You know, it's it's it might. There's a lot of sites, but gosh, these people online, it says it's five and yeah. four and a quarter. Yeah, don't fall into that trap. Please don't fall into that trap. There's there's asterisks that are so small that you can't read. It's with points, yeah. you know, just trust that your local yeah. lender I, has I agree 100%. The, the right incorrect nobody's trying to get one over. don't use the internet <laughs> just don't just call somebody even if you use call a, local. a large bank too sometimes there's yeah there's other things that could go into play to those rates so anyway so getting back to it what we want to just go over is the difference between an interest rate of x and y mm -hmm. and how much that affects your your bottom line and your monthly payment but also the grand scheme of things, yeah. which is your home value, which is also yeah. increasing while you're paying a couple hundred bucks. And then thirdly is the refi. Yeah, refi. Buy the you house you great, want now. You, you which brought one? up something that was cool about how right oh, after, after every recession. You showed up. Yes. Well, I didn't you know, have to show up, but the rates at, coming out of a recession, yes. We're, yes. we're in, going in. Yep. I mean, we're, we're in. clearly in. We're in a recession, yeah. And we say you find out after, but we're in it. Yeah. But if we get these rates now at six and a quarter, six and a half, you know, once we get out of this, we're looking at refi. So again, yeah. don't buy, don't pay points. Take, if you can suck it up another hundred, hundred and fifty dollars a month, just know that that's going to be your highest payment. Yeah. Here's the benefit of the rates going up. There's probably less buyers in the market. That's so guess happening. what the benefit is now for somebody that's been looking for a long time as the, as the rates stay at that point. You're going to see that there's going to be more choices. There's going to be more available on the market. So don't don't run away. Mm -hmm. Stay around. Keep looking at properties. And and the other thing we talked about. So after every what you were talking about, every recession. If you go to 1980, the rates dropped by five percent after that during that recession. 1981 to 82, there's another recession. Boy, they were back to back right yeah, there. Went from 18 to 13 percent. Then if you go to 1990, 11% to 8.75, every recession has shown that the rate had gone up during the yeah. recession and then eventually starts coming back down, which which makes sense. But it's big a, drops. They weren't big drops. Like, no, they're like two points. Yeah. So let's let, let's go into the reality mm -hmm. of, of these numbers. The reality of these numbers is such that if you were buying a $250,000 house, now Justin did these numbers for us before we went on, on the air here. If you went into a $250,000 property, this is what we're really talking about, guys. Rates were at 5% and everybody, nobody was screaming and crying and jumping up and down and making a hissy fit, okay? Mm -hmm. But as soon as they went into up 6% or six and a quarter, now the world's coming to an end and mm -hmm. you know, uh, forget about it. So if you do $250,000 house, if you did it at 5% with 10% down, 10% down, down, yeah. down, but 5% interest rate, mm -hmm. your payment would have been 1207 a month. That's uh, principal and interest, easy for me to say. For 5%, yeah. For 5%. Then the same house, $250,000 house, um, at six and a quarter percent with 10% down is $1,385. That's mm -hmm. a difference of around $180 a month. Mm -hmm. I don't think that is as terrible as it sounds when you think of 5% to six and a quarter. What do you think, Hugo? Does that, does that sound terrible? No, no, that's good. But you, you, you mentioned a great point earlier that if, if, if that amount $180 makes a big difference for you, you probably shouldn't be looking at a, at a house that is $250,000. Exactly. It's about 50 a week. And then there was a couple other points you brought up, Brad, man, today is just your day, Brad. <laughs> so, you brought up also, you know, the fact that you can refi that if that's the worst, yeah. worst you're going to do. 
You also said that it's 50, if you break it down $50 a week, but your house is also increasing in value at that same time. So you're gaining, mm-hmm. you know, you're gaining equity in your house Absolutely. while you're paying a little bit more. And then the third thing you brought up was, um, oh, what was it? Oh, apartment renting. Yeah. You said renting. Mm-hmm. So if you're renting, you're throwing that money away. And, and, I, and I hate to tell payments. you, the rent is appreciating uh, a value, is appreciating at the same rate as the interest rates. Yeah. So if if you're gonna if you're gonna go from listen to this, so twelve oh seven to thirteen eighty five, right? Yeah. For a two hundred fifty thousand dollar house, I hate to tell you, but rent for that house is probably going to be going from eighteen hundred a month to two thousand twenty one hundred dollars a month. For and nothing. guess what? No appreciation. Yeah. No value. No investment. Right. right? Yeah. That's so right. when you start thinking about that. It makes sense because we were talking before, 4% on $250,000 is $10,000. Yeah. So let's say you did pay that extra $180 a month. Mm-hmm. That's twenty one sixty yep. is what you'd be paying more that year mm-hmm. without refinancing. Yep. And you would have made $10,000 a house. So what's your net around $8,000? Yep. Did you lose money? Nope. No. You gained money. So that's that annually. That's annually, exactly. So, you know, and that's at 4%. That's at a very conservative appreciation yeah. for real estate. Um, so that's that's where it really starts to to make some sense there. Well, and I think the second time, third time home buyers understand that a little bit yeah. more because there's nothing better than when you sell your first house when you've owned it and you realize how much money you have in there for basically doing nothing but yeah. paying your bills on time. Yeah. And, and it's just a it's a wonderful feeling to know that you can roll all that money and have that down yeah. payment to the next house. I, I'll just, I'll never forget that when I bought my first house. I'm yeah. Like, well, I, right now, extra money is me. my wife and I are sitting on that. Now we, we paid, uh, we built our house for 220,000. Yeah. Oh, we're, we'll, we here. build it for 220 and you know, it's worth, you know, way over, it's way over 400 now. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I didn't, I mean, we put in a kitchen did, did some updating and stuff sure. like that, but that's it. That was, that was $200,000. That's $10,000 a year. It was two hundred thousand oh, wow, dollars over exactly. over twenty years. Wow! There it is. There's your ten thousand dollars a year. So that's your four percent, which mm-hmm. is an average. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense, right? It does. Yeah. It and does. if I would have been worried about interest rate, what would the, what just imagine? You were probably at five and a, five it was and at, three. Quarters, it was actually six. close to six when yeah. I bought the property in in two thousand one. Yep, it was around about. that six percent yeah, five five point seven five. Yeah. yeah, and look, it worked. Yeah, <laughs> nothing nothing happened. I'm still alive. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Well, it's funny too. You said something before. You said when you, you weren't complaining at five percent, but they were. Uh, yeah, they were. <laughs> well, because but, they were coming out of fours and threes. It, well, threes and four. Yeah, but, so guys, but it's but it seriously when it hit six, that's when it was just yeah. oh my gosh, six percent. This is terrible. You know. Yeah. Oh, it is funny. But uh, do you have anything else to add or anything like this? I, I mean, I I think we kind of covered what we yeah. wanted to. Hugo, do you have any questions? No, no, but I do appreciate that that clarification that you made about, you know, how the appreciation just just moved faster than than the inflation. And and yeah. you in that example that you mentioned, you made about $8,000, but but people sometimes and I myself didn't understand this before. So I imagine there's there's plenty of folks out there who do not understand this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Financial well, picture of home Exactly. Buying. And I think all they hear is they hear like the negativity, but they don't really look at the real deal the details of what's mm-hmm. going on. So uh yeah, it's pretty interesting. And um I'll just say well, I just want to say one thing. If you I again I am not a financial advisor, but I have a lot of great partners. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of great partners, so you can find me online, just let me know and I'd love to uh send you a couple names. I'm not just gonna send you to one or two people. You can give them a call. All right, sounds good, man. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. 
we're having some little technical difficulties here, so we're going to just say thanks for coming in. I can do the background. You can do the background music? No. Thanks for coming out to listen to the show again. And uh, so, Justin, you don't have anything else to add, right? Nope. You're good. Good. All Thank right. You. That sounds good. That sounds good. Go Eagles. So, uh, oh, geez. Now, look, we're going to get hate mail because of that. Wonderful. Right. What if I'm a Dallas fan? What, what, uh, what would that be? But, no, thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon. Are your kitchen and bathroom remodels a little overdue? Well, now's your chance to call First Response Contracting. John Sellers will take care of you. 484-256-7136. They do residential and commercial, and they're licensed and insured. Give them a call at 484-256-7136.